Hello everybody, happy November and welcome into episode number 305 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading John chapter 14 today and our focus is on, did Jesus teach that he was really the only way to heaven? Isn't that a bit intolerant? Well, in the Sermon on the Mount, the most famous sermon in history, Jesus says something quite interesting in Matthew chapter 7. He says, enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who go through it. How narrow is the gate and difficult the road that leads to life, and very few find it. And the word I want to focus on in that passage is the word narrow. Jesus says the road is difficult and the way is narrow that leads to life, and only a few find it. Well, the thing about the Jesus way is it's the only way. Jesus says he is the only, the single, the singular way to eternal life in today's passage. In John 14, 6, which is one of my favorite verses, one of the most challenging and controversial verses in the Bible and our Bible memory passage for November, says this, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And of course, that's not the only passage where Jesus claimed to be the only way to heaven. We also see him teaching that in other passages like John 8, 24, which we read a few days ago, where Jesus says, I told you that you will die in your sins, for if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Well, look, if that's not true, if there are many paths to heaven and to God uh, through many different religions and gods and ways of life and things like that, then Jesus is an utterly untrustworthy teacher. He's a liar. I hear your objection. Well, at least I've heard a few objections before about Jesus being the only way to salvation. You might be thinking, it's pretty arrogant to think your religion is the only way. What about people in other countries? People not born into privilege, people that are not American, not white, etc.? Well, sometimes people react to Jesus' teaching on the narrow gate and being the only way to heaven by somehow thinking Christianity is an American religion or a privileged religion or a white religion or something along those lines. And how dare we Americans claim our way as the only way? Well, the thing about it is, is that criticism is pretty narrow-minded hogwash that is quite ignorant of history. How so? Well, because as we've talked about before, Jesus was not white. He most certainly wasn't American, and he himself is the one who claimed to be the only way, and he is the one who taught about the narrow gate. Jesus was a Middle Eastern man. He was born into the opposite of privilege, and Christianity was born in basically the middle of the world, the heart of the world, essentially, in a tiny country that very few people alive today can claim legit nationality to, Christian is not a religion of privilege, nor is it a religion of majority. Our Lord had nowhere to lay his head, and Israel is one of the tiniest countries in the world. Well, speaking of tiny, back to the narrow gate. From the outside looking in, the Jesus way is kind of constricting. For instance, Jesus tells the rich young ruler to sell all that he owns and then follow him. He tells Peter, James, and John, and Andrew to leave their fishing boats, their livelihood, and follow him. Jesus tells a man whose father has either died just then or is gravely ill to follow him and miss the funeral. Jesus tells Matthew to leave his tax collecting table and follow him. 
Jesus tells a prostitute to stop sinning so that she doesn't face judgment and a paralytic to do the same thing. One of the last words Jesus tells his disciples is a command, we call it the Great Commission, to go and teach the world to obey everything Jesus commanded. Now look, that's a pretty strong thing to do, right? And it's a pretty narrow way of thinking. Jesus commands his followers to go teach everybody in the world his way, his teachings, his commands. Think about it. If Jesus isn't who he says he is, the Son of God and God himself in the flesh, then telling his followers to go teach the world his teachings is pretty megalomaniacal, is it not? And you know what? Those followers repeated that message to the whole world. Peter, on trial in front of the Sanhedrin for healing a lame man, was filled with the Holy Spirit and proclaimed in Acts 4.12, There is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to people by which we must be saved. Or how about Paul in 1 Timothy 2.5 where he says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. Not many mediators, not many ways to God, not many bridges, one bridge, one way, one reconciler, one mediator, the man Christ Jesus. Pastor Tim Keller says every other religion has a founder who basically points away from himself, really. Every other religion has a founder who says, I'm here to show you how to find God. But only Christianity was founded by a person who said, no, I'm God come to find you. Well, look at that claim. If it's true, if he actually is God come in the flesh, then of course he'd be the superior way to salvation and to God. Therefore, Jesus is either the way to God or he's no way to God, but he cannot merely be a way to God. He doesn't leave that option open because of the statements he makes. He's either the way if he's right or he's no way if he's wrong, in which case he's just crazy or a false teacher or a charlatan, but he cannot be a way. Well, C.S. Lewis is one of the first people that formulated that kind of thinking, we typically call it the trilemma. Is Jesus a Lord, the Lord, or is he a liar, or is he a loony? Uh, but C.S. Lewis says this, I'm trying here to prevent anyone saying that really foolish thing that people often say about Jesus. I'm ready to accept him as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept his claim to be God. That is the one thing we must not say, says Lewis. A man who is merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would be either a lunatic or would else be the devil of hell. You must make your choice. Either this man was and is the son of God or else he was a madman or something even worse than that. You can shut him up for a fool. You can spit at him and kill him as a demon or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God, but let us not come with any patronizing nonsense about his being a great human teacher. He's not left that open to us. He did not intend to. When he weeps over Jerusalem in Matthew 23, why does he suddenly say, I send unto you prophets and wise men? Who could say that sort of thing except God or a lunatic? Who is this man who goes about forgiving sins? What about Mark 2, 18 through 19? What man can announce that simply because he is present that acts of penitence such as fasting are off the menu? Who can give the school a holiday except the headmaster? The claim of Jesus to be God in the only way is so shocking that only two views of this man are possible. 
Either he was a raving lunatic of an unusually abominable type, or he was and is precisely what he said. There's no middle way. For instance, if you'd gone to Buddha and asked him, Are you the son of Brahma? He would have said, My son, you are still in the veil of illusion. If you had gone to Socrates and asked, Are you Zeus? He would have laughed at you. And if you had gone to Muhammad and asked, Are you Allah? He would first have torn his clothes and then cut your head off. If you had asked Confucius, Are you heaven? I think he would have probably replied, Remarks which are not in accordance with nature are in bad taste. The idea of a great moral teacher saying what Christ said is out of the question. He is the way or no way, says C.S. Lewis. Interestingly, C.S. Lewis was not the first to formulate this understanding of Jesus, that he was a Lord. Uh, He was the Lord or a liar or a lunatic. Almost a hundred years earlier, Scottish preacher John Duncan wrote something similar. He said, Christ either deceived mankind by conscious fraud or two, he was himself deluded and self-deceived or three, he was divine. There's no getting out of this trilemma. It's inexorable. And Watchman Nee, a Chinese Christian and writer, also wrote very similarly a few years before Lewis. But the bottom line is this. The Bible proclaims from the lips of Jesus and from the lips of his followers that he is the single, the only, the exclusive way to eternal life in heaven. The book of Acts makes this clear over and over as Peter, we quoted him earlier, says there is salvation in no one else. And the early church suffered great loss and persecution to take this message of Jesus being the only way to the world. Well, let's read our Bible passage for the day, which is John chapter 14, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? If I go away and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself so that where I am, you may be also. You know the way to where I am going. Lord, Thomas said, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Lords, said Philip, show us the Father, and that's enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been among you all this time, and you do not know me, Philip? The one who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak to you I do not speak on my own. The Father who lives in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Otherwise believe because of the works themselves. Truly I tell you the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do and he will do even greater works than these because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name I will do it so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the Spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him, but you do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live, you will live too. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, You are in me and I am in you. The one who has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me and the one who loves me will be loved by my father. I will also love him and will reveal myself to him. 
Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it you are going to reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. The one who doesn't love me will not keep my words. The word that you hear is not mine, but is from the father who sent me. I have spoken these things to you while I remain with you, but the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. You have heard me tell you I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you may believe. I will not talk with you much longer, because the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me. On the contrary, so that the world may know that I love the Father, I do as the Father commanded me. Get up. Let's leave this place. Amen. We will close with our Bible memory passage for the month of November. You've heard it twice today. Here's one more time. John 14, 6. Maybe we can say it together. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Good day to you. Happy November and Godspeed.